me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. It's the season, so we're going to talk politics right here, right now. I want to get really into politics, but these are more some local politics. Oh. Not even for me, but have you ever... I want to offer my services to a campaign that I care about and that means a lot to me. And also give an official endorsement. Oh, uh, is, is Lego building a headquarters here? No, oh, I wish. Well, no. whatever, whatever Zane. we can do to make that happen. Oh no, I would have genuinely been excited for you. No, up, up <laughs> in uh, up in Georgetown, there is a uh, person running for constable, uh, and his name is Bert Witcher. Wow. And I saw Bert Witcher signs everywhere. I know nothing about his opponent, if there is one. Nothing about him. I mean, it's probably. Yeah, it's if you're a constable in Georgetown, yeah, you're probably a bit of a cowboy old sheriff or something like that. I'm sure yeah. he was in law enforcement, but just that his name is Burt Witcher made me think: Would you not go all in on kind of creating a Witcher campaign of of the popular video game and Netflix oh, show? show? Even if this guy has nothing to do with that, wouldn't it be awesome if I became his campaign manager? And he's like, no, I do what now? And I put on this long hair and, and what? And I'm like, yeah, and take the sword and and just completely run yeah, his you're, campaign. You're a fantasy hero character now. I also like that you could go to the other route of Burnt Witches. That's his name, Burnt Witch. Yeah, I got to yeah. say, one Burnt of the places Witcher. that where it might fall short is someone like me who's literally never invested a single moment in the Witcher franchise. Until you see a guy who has a sword on TV and he's running for constable, then mm-hmm. you're going to be like, whoa, who's this guy with the sword running for constable? Look, we had a guy, what was his name, Robert Morrow, who would wear a jester hat, and that didn't seem to get him yeah. the best Well, attention. that dude also had zero personality and kind of was a weirdo. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Um, but so, I feel so like, like this guy's just gonna dress up like he's cosplaying, but be himself. Also, yeah, so at I don't that know. point, I just assume he's a he's the next lawyer that helps you sneak up on him in this city. Do you know what <laughs> no, I mean? Like man. he's just a David Comey or somebody. I'm just like I don't. Uh, I, I, I'm the constable that kills evil with a sword. sword. And yes, yeah, okay. I, I gotta, you gotta, Maybe it's just my fantasy. Remind yourself that out of all of our friends, all of them, CJ, and we have a lot of friends in common. I'm the dumbest. How many of them have as many swords as you do in their house? Good point. Yeah, my buddy sent me a picture of a sword that Home Depot sells, and I'm like, that's not even full tang. That's not a real sword. Don't I send me this trash. I sent you a picture trash. of a sword one time, and you said, I'm not sure that's even full tang. Flea, it probably fl- is. Yeah, flea market garbage. Yeah. So the Whoa. problem is, is that I think <laughs> this would be a huge hit for you, but I am not sure that everybody else is as invested in okay. swords and the witches well, as you are. If sure. I ran for office, though, and I could I control n- my own campaign. There's no way you could run. You How? might be able to walk for office but or <laughs> sit in a chair for office, but there's no way you're I, running for I office. I could be the captain. Vote for the captain. C.J. Moore, the captain. Wouldn't that that'd be great? I could do my own campaign then. It's kind of like the the super game. We can't use that in that type of marketing. I don't know if you could use Captain Morgan. You know what I mean? It's, in a my, campaign. it's my last name. <laughs> and it's... Uh, uh, well, maybe if you got a sponsor from the old Captain Morgan, that would yeah, be pretty or rad. Or I guess I'd have to enlist in the Navy and serve for about 40 years to rise to the rank of captain. You bring up a great point. Dare Spencer, how come more candidates don't go get alcohol sponsorships? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, they're already getting paid under the table somehow, some hey, way. Like a lot just of them are doing DWIs out there, you know. Brought to you by doers. I love it. How to be safe on the internet on Internet Safety Day. 
Today's the greatest because it's Safer Internet Day, and I didn't look up what that means, nor am I going to explain it, other than offering you gentlemen some tips on how to be safe on the internet. Uh, okay. Thankfully, earlier in the week, our uh, IT guy, Brian, oh. who we all know and love, sent us a nice little email with, with some tips on how not to fall Oof, for classic internet things. Can you imagine how sad it must be for him to have to send those out, like, a lot It's frequently? weird because poor Brian had to send out a thing, and I was like, oh... These are like the how to be careful on the internet yeah. tips from 20 years ago. That's but so we obvious. St- but we still have some people in the building who don't seem to know the obvious. Because we got hacked. And I'm going to I'm gonna be honest. There, there are some that are tempting. But luckily, I've always had that. I have a very skeptic brain. I'm happy for that. I just feel like, I mean, sometimes it's a deterrent. Like when I was single, I always thought women were catfishing me, so I oh, never yeah, yeah. I never went out on as many dates. I also didn't have a car, yeah. <laughs> so that helped. But, uh, I don't know. I, my early days of using Pairn was uh, where I first learned of uh, the scams and the pop-ups. Oh, really? Don't click on anything. Risky. They're lying to you. Is that, why you. is that why the three of us are so good at this, is that yeah. we were exposed to the Pairn early on and it, it taught us about the scams? Because... I know somebody got a narcissist and caused some damage, and I, I just know, and Brian won't, because he's a professional, won't tell us. Who but did I know, it? I know it's well, some, somebody clicked on a Geek Squad thing. I know they did. I yes. know they clicked on a Geek well, Squad let's, squad. let's thing, start with probably. that one, because uh, we're, we're going to get through to a few of these. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Brian's email I marked as spam because I thought that was funny. <laughs> so I don't have the exact tips. But like you said, they're kind of old. A lot of times you'll get an, an invoice from Geek Squad, from Best Buy, from Apple that'll say, hey, uh, you, you owe $200, your account was blah, 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 blah. Those are always fake. Always. Those are always fake. Always. Um, you should also know if you are doing business with something or something like that. Your your first reaction, if you feel like your account has been charged, even if you don't have an account, is should not be to click on the thing. It's most likely spam. Yeah, your go first to your step bank is, and look and see if you've actually yes, been charged. Go that. and look at your bank statement, or go and this is also very very important. Look at the email address it's coming from. God, it's the simplest. It's the simplest. XDDDX5PQ at S.DT.GeekSquad.Elsteron.CO is not actually coming from Best Buy. You'll you'll get an email from your buddy Sean, quote unquote, saying something, and then you look at the email address and it's like Spencer at KROX.com. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't match. So just don't click on those things. Don't click on any PDFs, any files, any links. Uh, The next tip is no bank. No one is ever, ever going to ask you to email any important information. You should have no reason to ever email your driver's license, your credit card number, your bank information. No one's going to ever ask for that online they went in, through a secure email. portal well, but not through, yeah, through a se- no. through your wells far bank of them or whatever through secure ways but they they're not going to do it in a casual email you know, something you else he, he also brought up which i guess has been a problem with some folks in the building is um nobody conducts business via gift cards right so Never. don't don't <laughs> think Apple, that somebody inside of your building asked you to go buy a bunch of gift cards and to send them the numbers that doesn't happen. Never happens. Uh, another big one, this this wasn't sent in this email, but I know this is a thing a lot of people fall for, and I just watched a episode of uh, on, on National Geographic of, uh, I think the show's Trafficked, 
Um, sex things. Never send a nude. There's a whole blackmail thing that a lot of young men are falling for to wear. And then married men, too, to wear a gorgeous young woman will message you on Facebook. It'll get intense. And then at some point, she's really wanting nudes of you. As soon as that happens, they start wow. blackmailing. We're going to send this to your family, this your wife. Like- so no one should send nudes to anyone? Unfortunately not. Uh, Can I, I have a look at your phone? I have that a pretty, lock, you know that locked folder you have on your phone? Can I look I at it? I going to say, See, this sounds like you're speaking from experience. Yeah. Never save it in the locked folder. Your text messages will save it for you. And I've heard, like, like don't my apologies. Hide. Look, if you hide old... stuff in a hidden folder, then yeah. everyone knows look, there's hidden things in the hidden folder. It's always the old-fashioned way of getting a Polaroid or a printed yeah. photo. Well, there? I'm just saying, like, don't... That's say, nice, because you can hold it I, in your I, hand listen, while you it, use it's it. It's one thing if it's online dating. That's tough. I, I kind of have a policy is... You, if you're going to exchange nudes, do it with, if you're dating someone and you know them and you've already had sex and you've met and you, like, that's one thing, but yeah. to, to you're probably being catfished. Well, also, if, you, if you're going to exchange nudes, at least know that it's probably going to be used against you at some point. Right. So make that thing look plump and good. Maybe shave up around it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There you go. That's how not to be scammed. Happy National Safer Internet Day. And just try to keep your dome off the net. That's what we learned. Time to turn the camera around, parents. It's time for Parent Pickup. Welcome to the Parent Pickup, as the title might suggest. Our segment for the the kids, the parents, and those in need of life advice like me. Uh, So a lot of parenting is trying to explain the Internet to your kids and explain to them what can and cannot hurt them on the Internet and how to behave on the Internet and what's good quality behavior, what's the kind of behavior on the Internet that can get you into trouble. As we just learned in our last segment, safety on the Internet day. Every once in a while, it's time for us to do a little self-reflection. Uh, there is a big thing going around the internet right now called Boomer Profile Picks. Are you familiar <laughs> with it? No. But and I'm some of you excited. out there, I'm going to let you know, are probably being used on these memes for <laughs> Boomer Profile Picks. Because it's not just boomers. Here's the thing. Young people don't really know what age anybody is. They just know you're old, right? So I'm looking at some of these boomer profile pics, and someone's going to get their feelings there because some of these people are like is that, 35. Is that one? That's one. Well, it's a lot of that. But So I'm going to show this one to you, and I think that you guys will probably uh, enjoy it, right? We'll laugh at it. What's that? We'll laugh at it. Uh, yeah. This one is just all the dudes trying to look tough in their wraparound sunglasses. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're all in a truck with a flag. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Some well, sort of a wearable great, item with a flag on it. The great yeah. meme about that is if, uh, if, if someone says, like, Black Lives Matter, and then they'll post that meme as uh, their replies. Right. Well, <laughs> it turns it's making out, fun of cliche people that... Yes. And it turns out that a lot of kids are now sharing these, and, you know, it's, it, it's very easy to embarrass your child. If your profile pic ends up in any of these, your child's going to be crushed. Oh, yeah. You need to update your profile pics. You know? yes. And a great way to do that is to ask your kids, hey, can you help me make a profile yeah, pic? Yeah, don't look at your iPad and take it like, I do not do not get some of the grandparents and parents that upload pictures. You're talking about grandparents and parents. And, and the thing is, we've got to remember, we like to think of ourselves as not old in this room. Sure. I'm telling you right now, every 14-year-old thinks the three of us is <laughs> old. old. We're over 30, which oh, means man. we are old. And they are including photos of 30-year-olds in this big meme running around the, uh, the them streets. Look, man. It says, it's called Boomer Profile Pics. And they're like, check out. And then what you do is you collect nine or ten people that all look similar. So you have the 
Of course, you have the one where it's 30 guys all holding up a fish. With the that wrap one around all clues. Yes, 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 yes. But it's also just ones of like moms all looking the same or dads all looking the same or just a bunch camera of camera angle from below you. Yeah. Hey, so it, That's it's the a, best angle. Right now is a really good time to think about when's the last time you posted a profile pic and is it really good for what you're trying to do? It right? should be. Similar to, you know, I don't want to say LinkedIn because that's also become kind of garbage. But Ugh. if you are going to have, imagine this. Let me let me explain it this way. If you have your badge at work that you wear that has your picture on it, how would you like that to look? You I would obviously, disagree with you. you. You want it to look nice. Right. No, you no. want it to you want it to be well lit. You want to be smiling. You, you but want that's a great a way to end picture. up in one of these memes. These kids <laughs> don't want to see you looking professional with a tie. You got to figure out something else. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answer. I think somebody out there can figure it out for us. I'm going to probably go talk to my daughter and say, hey, what's wrong with my profile pic? See, what I do th- I need to do? I, I think people think that... It's easy to get the casual ones, but that's one of the problems. I think the the best thing to do for grandma or mom is to have that professionally looking headshot. No. Because when they yes, that's because, so weird. They're not actors. What are they, what do they need these headshots? I'm just for? saying, like headshot, like, for you, fun, like you would at the office. Because the alternative oh. to that is them taking a picture of themselves with their iPad to where they have their glasses on so they can see it. Look, man. But they're not looking at the camera. They're, they're looking at fan. themselves. So then no, they man. look weird and cross-eyed. And then it's, it's always below like this and far away. They're just trying to get that little red dot around the profile big thing to go away. And <laughs> don't like, ask your, here. And, uh, yeah. One more thing I got to do. Oh, I'm done. And don't ask your kids to take the photo. Because they're just going to make one to make fun of you. Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> That's even better. That ridiculous one at least would probably stay off of these zines. Anyway, I'm just letting you out. The, uh, parents, I'm letting you know our kids are revolting, and they're doing it in a way that, frankly, hurts a little. Gentlemen, I'm getting back in the business of making fake commercials. I uh, love it. So we get real advertising dollars. I've always enjoyed your fake commercials, and I mean not just since you've been over here on 101X. Uh, really, going back to like, I think I met you in this industry 15 years ago or so. Because I used to send those to your morning show because I would be mean and funny. But now I actually want to make money. I don't know if y'all have ever heard the jingle that's uh, beating out every jingle in Austin, but smoking burnout smoke shop. Uh, That is Avery Moore. That is her doing a fake commercial where we pick random businesses. Right. Uh, and then we actually got paid to do that. Yeah. The smoking burnouts became a sponsor of the show. They're like, that's stupid enough that we like it. Let's do yes. it. So with the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, I thought, you know what? We'll help some advertisers. I made a Super Bowl commercial. Okay. Uh, we can insert your business in specials, but you can't You can't call it the Super Bowl. Right. You got to call it's it. It's a the, legal thing. You yeah, can't be yeah, like, hey, because, we're doing this well, fun thing for the big game. Yes. Yeah, Whenever it comes to advertising, only official sponsors can use that term. So I made what could be for any restaurant for anyone. I went ahead and made the commercial. Oh, it's cool. like activating. It's exciting. I use all the puns and terminology for yeah. big games. So it's almost royalty free almost or so, whatever. Yeah, it's royalty free. All you need to do is pay me a little bit of money. We'll put your business in there. Gentlemen, uh, let me know what you think about this. The big game is coming up this Super Sunday. There will be hard-hitting championship action. The fantastic dish, excellent basin, outstanding receptacle. There will be points made in the pigskin field by legends of this league. 
men drink an adult beverage. Women, watch real men run to score. Babies, you're too young for this. Go to bed. Get your tight ends in a chair and prepare for hours of pain. Fill your cup? No, fill a bowl for all the super action of the pigskin this Sunday. Keep it up with the Kardashians returns to Fox Sunday right after the Super Bowl. And there you go. It's a, it's a whole ass commercial with sound effects and excitement that you just... I sprinkle your business name in there a little bit. Nice. You know why? And it, and it works perfectly. It has all the puns, all the all the double entendres without saying the actual Super Bowl. I, it reminds me actually a lot of Super Bowl commercials because you could gather around and you could smile and go, that was funny. And then it's at the end of it, somebody said, what was that for? And you go, I, I don't. I don't know what product or brand that was for. For Tide. I, I noticed that a lot of commercials have been leaning so heavily into entertainment value lately that they have forgotten to actually advertise. Yeah, anything. it doesn't yeah, matter. Well, it's, it's Chris Pratt. Look at him. He's on a commercial. I feel like... Coors Light or whatever it was. A lot of... See? Don't even remember. Ad agencies think they're Tim and Eric... 10 years too late and don't quite don't quite get it across well, as well. a lot of ad agencies have a lot of people working there who wanted to make it in a different field and they didn't and they had to pay for some bills and they're yeah, just like, yeah. now's my opportunity well, to be hilarious. You know what? I got an idea. Yeah. Um, I also like that it's still relevant that the Kardashians are still on TV even <laughs> though... All these years. <laughs> even though... Like, you later. can still run that. <laughs> so far later. Okay, well, you know what? There you go. There's the generic template. But I think what we need to do is go back to just making a commercial for businesses and then telling them to either pay us to stop airing the commercial yeah. or pay it. And uh, I guess we'll end this little little segment with, uh, you know, one of my favorites, a throwback to my quality seafood commercial. Uh, yes. There's no way you don't know it's quality seafood because I say <laughs> it a lot. And I even wrote a jingle for him. Here's that. Avast ye hearties! Climb on board quality seafood and prepare to plunder some booty! Yay! With the best catches from deep in Davy Jones' locker in all the land and it won't cost you a doubloon! Wow. Hey, we're not that kind of seafood shanty. We're quality seafood, fresh from the ocean and onto your plate, where the white wine flows like the salmon of Capistrano. Speaking of salmon, you have to try that with a glass of white wine and a side of our spaghetti mac and cheese. Mm. Saturdays, we've got crab legs, lobster rolls, and coconut shrimp. Mm. Plus that white wine. Pipe down, you lily-livered scurvy dome. Quality seafood be more than coconut shrimp and white wine. They shuckin' fresh oysters. Yes! Stewing gumbo. Yes! And daily specials that'll make an old sea dog weep. Quality seafood is about just that. It's in our name. Quality seafood. Not pirates. Also, white wine. Go by and dine with us every day but Sunday. We're closed. Ask about the white wine. And why the kids in the neighborhood call quality seafood CQ for short. CQ, that's what I like about white wine. Now, wouldn't you much prefer that commercial represent your business? Hey, if you need me to make a fake commercial for a real business and you want to pay me money, at CJ Morgan Show. Let us know. Where do you go to go and enjoy the Super Bowl? To me, it's a holiday of house parties. Generally speaking, yeah. But what if you don't want to do that? I'm kind of tired of the house party situation. House parties can be tricky because 
You know, if you're invested in the game, one of the worst things you can do is go to a house party because generally speaking, that's going to be amateur hour. And not to mention, most people have cut the cord, so you're using streaming devices and they don't show the commercials. And I'll the game's think about and, that. Yeah, yeah that well, was an issue I, I've had recently. To me, I just, if, if you really want to get into the game and 75 to 80% of the people at the house party are asking questions and talking during big plays and then, because uh, they don't really, aren't invested in the game, which they're not required to be. Yeah. But if you really want to get in the game, a house party can always be tricky. Um, I actually really like house parties because it's cheap. But... It yeah. is fun to go see a game with a bunch of strangers. But where to go and what to do? Uh, we're taking your suggestions, by the way, 835-1015. Where to go out and watch the Super Bowl if you don't want to stay uh, you know, at home or go to a house party. One of my favorite places, I think I did it one or two years, was Barton Springs Saloon. Yep. And I don't know if they still do it, but uh, to me it was fun, not because you cared about the game as much, because the TVs were crappy, the projector was crappy, but you had a large group of people. You were experiencing a cultural event together, and it made it more fun. And it also made it to where you could, if there was a dumb commercial or something happened, you were all joking about it before it became a meme. You were all watching the squares together. Uh, but they also did a big potluck. So oh, cool. all the regulars at Barton Springs Saloon would bring food, and a lot of them worked at Uncle Billy's or Green Mesquite or had food. So you'd have a lot of really good potluck food there. Um, it was a relaxed atmosphere. It was one of my favorite places to watch. They also do the Kentucky Derby, which is really fun. Nice. Gave me a reason to care about that. But that that was one of my favorites. And again, because it wasn't super serious. Here's a trick in the game of finding a good place to watch a game Publicly. As if uh, the title ends with Gentleman's Club. <laughs> what I was going to say is one of the best treats to have during the Super Bowl is a chicken wing. But if a place serves chicken wings, you're almost guaranteed that unless you show up five hours early. It's going to be packed. It's, you, yeah, you're not yeah. going to have a decent eye line on any of the game, And it can be really, really tough. I'm not disparaging it. It can also be crazy. But that certainly does make it tough to get together with a group of yours if you wanted to get, like, ten friends together. You're not getting a table, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, maybe my that's part of my suggestion, dive bars. You know, uh, I know, I think I did the Super Bowl one year, Nomad Bar, same thing, crappy projector. Yeah. Not everyone's super paying attention, but the atmosphere of other people was fun. So, so I feel like the super serious people that'll go to, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that, a wing place that has the 8K TVs and all this stuff... They're going to be packed. But, yeah, go go to your local dive bar. I live by, what, shenanigans now? That is as divey as it gets. Yeah, like that could be a good spot there's, to there's go. There's got to be some place like that, that that has a fun potluck kind of local squares atmosphere. That, that to me, is a Super Bowl party. I also, I don't mind house parties when they're, when they're pretty big because there's always a good uh, spread of food. But I, I had a little trick. I did it at my own house, but... I mentioned most people have cut the cord and they're streaming, which sucks for the commercials because if you're, let's say you're watching on like YouTube TV, sometimes instead of showing the spots because they didn't pay for the extra streaming Oh, you mean ads, the, the live network commercials? Yeah, you are, don't always get those. You'll get like a moment of silence or you'll get weird YouTube commercials. Right. Uh, what I like to do, though, is I had an antenna for the TV so you could get Fox, CBS, ABC, NBC. Is, uh, the antenna was always like, anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes ahead. And so I would see, I forget what Super Bowl <laughs> was, but it was the Falcons-Patriots one. Okay. So I would see what was going to happen, 
and then I'd go into the main room, or I think we did a projector in the garage also, and I'd go in, and I'd be like, oh, look at the, see where the tight end's lined up. What he's going to do is slant in the middle, and that's a, that's a Brady touchdown easily. <laughs> and then I kept being like, Patriots are going to come back. Patriots, like, I did that oh, yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. of times. That's funny. And eventually, I, I was not? like, that's, well, that's I so got, fun. <laughs> I, got it, I got it on in the other room. So that, that's yeah, every, a little everyone's fun like, trick everyone's to like, do. Man, how does CJ get so He's good like Tony Romo. He's a psychic. Uh, so that's my solution. But hey, if you if you got a cool spot to go watch the big game, you know, a little, little hidden gem something. We'd love to know. 512-835-1015. You can text us at CJ Morgan Show on social media. I'd also like to know, I know Barton Springs Saloon went from being a lot of regulars and neighborhood locals and people like that to a lot of like condo-dwelling dudes that can afford to live in the area. But it's still got that vibe. Is, is that still hang for the for the big game? Let me know. Man, we are loving the throwbacks from the early 2000s, late 90s. I mean, Creed's doing a whole <laughs> tour right now. Wow. People are talking about Nickelback. It's it's coming back, but you know what's really coming back? Speaking of music, a company that was known for stealing music, downloading. <gasps> LimeWire? To, to me, this is the big one. Yeah, LimeWire. Is it really LimeWire? LimeWire is wow. back. Uh, there, was, there was Pirate Bay for video games and Adobe stuff. Napster was the first big one. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bear Pirate Share. Bay. You get anything on Pirate Bay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had Bear Share. You had Kazaa. But to, my favorite was LimeWire. And LimeWire is actually making a comeback. I saw they kicked up the old Twitter account, getting the MySpace going. Uh, they are now LimeWire <laughs> AI Studio. <laughs> LimeWire is the place to create, publish, and monetize content using the power of AI. There we go. No, so it was always back. about stealing. No, it's it was not. always. <laughs> it's really. It, it, Someone bought the name LimeWire and, and Lime tagged LimeWire was about getting uh, getting things for little effort back in the day, and so is AI. So yeah. <laughs> it's true. They really stayed oh, on brand, haven't makes they? Makes sense. Yeah, it's you the know, perfect pivot for them. As much as I love like, LimeWire, Napster couldn't have done it since they were you know like the Netflix of the uh, main music one. stealing. But I guess like, see, I was a little behind. I had a girlfriend sharing. at the time that you know, was all into Napster, but that started having problems. And, and really for me, for my generation, LimeWire was, was the, it was the best for a hot moment. Cause they were going all after him like piece by piece. So once LimeWire went down, you had to try Kazaa and then BearShare, and then you could go back right. to LimeWire, but there was nothing more frustrating. I mean, listen for downloading internet parent, it was, it took a long time. You didn't know what you were going to get. That's that. And you only had a small amount of time before your parents had to use the phone or use the living room computer. Right, right. And it took a long time during dial-up yeah. to get any kind of porn. But to me, there was nothing. How I discovered my music back in the day was listening to the radio. Mm. And then when I came home, <laughs> before my parents were home, I would watch uh, BET and MTV. And I would basically record a VHS of uh, BETs of Rap City, The Basement. And then another VHS in another room of MTV's like new alt music during the day. And that's how you got music. And then eventually you could go buy that CD from Hastings, burn it. We had a, we had a CD burner at our old uh, school and make mixtapes. Well, oh, with yeah. LimeWire, I could download whatever I wanted. But this is what I hated the most. This Nothing pissed me off more than this. And it seemed to be only with hip-hop music. No, it wasn't, because I know where you're going to okay, go. Okay, well, it would be, let's say I, I'm like, all right, well, uh, look at that. I, I've I've got the new uh, Planet song or yeah. whatever. You, you it took you an hour to download the one song. You find it, and then in the middle, it's DJ K. Slee. It's some asshat 
yelling in the, I guess the like New York his, DJ's his live set or something that he, that yeah, he was well, stolen from. He was the New York disc jockeys. They would yell over all the goddamn rap songs, and that's what someone would record from the radio and upload to LimeWire. So it'd be like big pimp and spill DJ so, so you were getting the equivalent of a VHS like home recorded film like movie that someone had been. Well, like, also you remember you had to fill in all of the MP3 tags back then. So you were relying on somebody actually being accurate in what they were typing in before you searched it. Yeah. And some people the weren't. Roots, full version. Yeah. And so sometimes you were downloading one thing and then it wasn't even the same genre of music, but you would have tried. You, you always had to download, like, download five of the same song at once. Now, here was one of the greatest things. Some of my favorite music came from somebody mislabeling a whole folder, and then I would get a folder, and I'd be like, this is, I don't know who this is, but oh, it's not man. what it's listed out to be, but I love this music. Now, later on, you were able to Shazam it a decade later, and you figured out who it was, or you le- would just learn who the artist was yeah. sort of organically, but sometimes you would get a real treat, but you never really knew. See, we were, we were at Texas State around the same time, maybe. Did you ever use? There was like this file sharing service that's there that was within the dorms. I don't remember what it was called. No, I don't remember. But we could I log did, on and you could see this. other people's in my at least in my dorms like playlists and stuff. And I would download like a bunch of Weezer. I remember nice. <laughs> like some early. That was effing wild because it was still sort of right after I guess all those stealing or file sharing services were kind of on the way out. It but, made me so envious when someone would start. That was cool a server in like a dorm or something and I was like man you have access to all this music because we had to trade CDs back and forth and if you knew if you traded it out you probably were never going to see it again yeah. but you desperately wanted access to somebody else's CD so you could hear it my daughter does not know what you it's like to, to spend or- money on music see, because I- for her entire life we have paid for the family streaming service and she has just gotten it for free for free or you can find it and got it Heaven forbid you hear a song you really like, but you can't remember all of it. You're never. It's going to take you years to find out that that was Primus under the falls, like it did for me, because <laughs> you had no way to search it until right. online. And listen, like I know the the artists had trouble. Like Interpol talked about their second big album, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's going to be huge. This is great." And then they discovered it leaked, and everyone downloaded it, so they so had they, terrible sales. Yeah, right. so it was really right when they became famous. The initial thing with why Metallica was so litigious with all that stuff is because they had a huge special like edition of some album being released, and it yeah. got leaked. So they're like, "F you, man! You took like, a listen, control away I would, from us." I would use it to discover music and then buy it, but yeah, man, it was yeah, so right. okay. So so it's all right, right. you say absolutely did because I loved Burning. Man. Mixtapes for friends, and like I said, okay. If, if, you I always, to, if I wanted to hear the new De La Soul song without some asshat yelling over it constantly, I would eventually have to buy so it. When you discovered the, with all the edits, when you discovered the movie art from Pern artists, did you look them up and send them money? Uh, yeah, it's called OnlyFans. It just <laughs> took a while. Did you know? Uh, Toby Keith died. Did you know that? Who's uh, that? I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just, just found that out. Toby uh, Red Solo Cup. He actually had a, a, a kind of more normal country career before he went into uh, propagandizing, eh, pandering, 9-11 kind of stuff. But uh, rest in peace. I guess he'd been yeah. dealing with some issues for a long time. Stomach cancer. Yeah, I think. which it, is... It's not... A cancer in any form is awful. Uh, bone marrow cancer being one of them, but stomach cancer is pretty Can rough. be especially painful and uh, frustrating. But that is, that is... I had a lot of Toby Keith facts. And yeah. then I realized, you know what? I just want to say, did you know he died? Let's let's just leave it. I've been smoking that Toby Keith at that. Man, that's a good. Day. He should have. He has his own bar. 
he should have had his own weed. He may. I don't know. Uh, good plan. There you go. Hey, you know it's true. Not just because you probably read it on the news or social media, but because I started this very phrase with right. this very segment with the uh, the truth. Um, what should we call it? The, the not the the truth hmm, keyword. The mantra or the, the truth mantra is a good one. Did you know? Did you know? Yeah. Did you know? Did we know? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, very well known now as in a great Italian artist. Yeah, got in the painting of uh, the womb. I'm not talking about Wolf of Wall Street guy. No, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, oh. He's known now as a great Italian artist and an inventor. And that was all. Those are all his side hustles. His actual day job: party planner. Yep, he was party planner. <laughs> he was a, a wild dude. Uh, <laughs> just a party planner. Hey, what's up, everybody? Party activity. Kind of think about like we need some pizza for the party. Leo. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think about what you'd do if there was an apocalypse, or if you lived in medieval times? You're like, well, I how would I be valuable to the tribe? I don't know how to fish or farm enough to like sustain and feed people. I can't really do backbreaking labor. Like, how would I? Like, are they going to need someone that just talks, makes jokes? Yeah, they need like, a jester or a I mean, town I mean, idiot. Or... Not initially though. Like, what <laughs> or am a I going to do? Crier. But party planner. Party planner party of planner. Uh, the Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Get to you go would to be that. called a Spencer. Those were the uh, the people that dispensed the goods around the... I bet I that got, was at some dope parties, though. I got to something for everybody here. It's a called a pin and a tail on a donkey. Yeah, there you go. Bring it a donkey in. And then he slowly learned to not make it. I was I was a good party planner. You don't really know one of the best parties I ever threw? Uh, I forget how we titled it or did it, but basically we had a very fancy but hillbilly backyard party because... Mm. My buddy Luis Muniz, back in the day, he was. This was in junior college. He was Guatemalan, and he couldn't work jobs because he didn't have a green card yet. Uh, he was in visa. school, student visa. So he donated for a lot of like charitable groups. And after one particular thing, raising money for like the Amarillo Symphony, Luis called my buddy Miles and I and was like, "Hey, I have come. Uh, we need Miles of Suburban now. We need it now." They had just boxes of fancy like a ton of wine yeah. and a ton of ice sculptures that they yeah. had to get rid of and clear out and they said yeah you can take them but you got to get it out tonight so we loaded up miles suburban with wine and ice sculptures i took the ice sculptures to joe's crab shack where i worked put them in the walk-in freezer oh nice yeah i was gonna say how'd you keep those you put them in there that weekend we had a party oh i bet you did with horse troughs filled with fancy wine and ice sculpture shot blocks all over my backyard. Is there it anything was, I mean, better? I mean, legit ass ice sculptures that we made into shot blocks. Is there anything better than a party that somebody else paid for that they didn't know they were going to pay for? Not at all. Not at all. Look at that. Rich people with too much rich stuff to do. Did you know my my parties were the best? Uh, Spencer, give us a did you know. I don't want to leave you out today. We gotta we gotta follow that up. Give me an ice sculpture. Did you know? What do you know? I wish I knew more about ice sculptures, but let's learn about vegetarians. Did you know there are five times more former vegetarians slash vegans than current ones? Okay, that That's makes it. sense because That's once it. once you uh, you know what you around can't. that. Meat's so good. You got to go back to it. I don't even know why. Around ice don't sculpture. don't tell me anything else here. Around ice sculpture party time, I met a girl. We went on some dates, and she was just got done being a vegan. Oh. And we go to I'm like, I'm like, oh, so you don't want to do too mean. She's like, no, no, I'm no longer a vegan. We go to a restaurant, and, dude, she ordered a steak. She ordered, like, I guess, like, the bone marrow stuff. Whoa. The be- like, it was, it was expensive. But mm. she... 
ate all the meat. Yeah? It didn't save room for mine. I was going to say. Did you know? Damn. Hey, everybody, into the pool. (laughs) Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. It's Weird or Wired with Matt Beard, and you started that. Hey, everybody, I thought you were going to start it with, uh, hey, it's me, Mario. No, 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 it's not that. It's a Mario. No, I'm just inviting everybody in. Do you remember the early days of social media when we found out that they were opening Facebook? Because originally Facebook had to be in college, and then they were going to open it to everybody, yeah, not just people on campuses. Yeah, it was a little, because then all the mom and dads got on yeah. there, and uh, yeah. Well, people in college well, wanted to feel, you know, justified today, in their decision to go to college, so. About a year after it first launched, and it's, uh, I guess about three million people have slowly joined by invitation only. Blue Sky is now open for anyone to join. Ah, I just heard. And I remember cool. people saying, oh, Here's, Facebook oh, is going to... Do you want me to send you an invitation? <laughs> I remember people saying that, that Facebook was going to get ruined when they opened it up. Instead, it turned into one of the biggest companies in the entire world. And then got ruined, I and guess. And then ruined society. Well, wow. you say ruined, but it's made a lot of money and done it all right for itself. Uh, Blue Sky, if you don't know, was, a, was positioned as a Twitter alternative. I don't know. Are they too late to the game? I mean, Threads has already pulled in like one and a half... A hundred and a half million users, I think. All the Twitter alternatives suck. Twitter just keeps getting worse. And that's saying a lot because Twitter's so bad and frustrating, but it is... (laughs) Everything else is not worth it and worse. Well, Blue Sky... Could be good. Um, the person behind Blue Sky is a guy named Jack Dorsey. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah. Former Twitter CEO. He's the guy that created uh, Twitter. And uh, so that could be interesting. Now, he what he's saying is that he wants to do with this is to make it different by making it open source. Uh, Mastodon is another alternative that's already open source. But Heard about it. Mastodon has made a mistake that I think things like um, Discord has made, which is the majority of people don't understand the internet. You need a very simple user interface. Absolutely. So and Twitter was awful at that, I remember. It still pretty much is. Well, but. Midjourney is an incredible AI um, art thing, but you you need enough you need you have to have half a brain just to get to it and make it work. And that's why a lot of people have bailed out of using Midjourney. It requires extra steps, and um, that's what Mastodon does, because if you want to sign up, it's all on different servers. You have to join a server. There's no central hub. Uh, they're getting around that with Blue Sky. There's a centralized hub, but it's open source. You can create whatever you want to. You can kind of skin it, and that means that there's kind of opportunities here for someone to... Make it MySpace, well, where you can put your own song on your profile, pick your top A. You're thinking very individualized. Uh, what you could do is become your own... Basically, publisher, you could create a whole world that's basically saying, hey, I am skinning Blue Sky, but I'm allowing you to get just the kind of moderation you want. So you could have somebody who has zero moderation, but I could say, hey, I'm moderating things, but not on politics. I'm mm-hmm. moderating things based on if they, if they, if unless it's been peer-reviewed by science, I'm not going to include it on this site. That's just for an example, right? Right. And if you say, well, that's the kind of world I want to be in, you can sign up and then you can engage with Blue Sky through that filter. But Whereas this way, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram have realized that putting you with content that frustrates you or is opposite is what actually drives engagement. Well, m- more importantly, they control the moderation you yeah, have you no say over. Sure. The other thing is, is they control the algorithm and you don't know what that is. 
this is going to allow you to actually pick what you think should be a good algorithm. Hmm. Should it be just things that have gotten popular, or should it be things that uh, maybe you're maybe you want there to be a source of five or six. Uh, uh, a pentaverate that comes together and says, I, this listen, is the stuff you should be reading. That's cool. I, I'm, I'm kind of over I'm just it. worried about, you know, uh, shareholders getting their money grubby hands on things and like every other piece of I industry mean, turning into just a profit-driven organization that takes care of or I, takes out things. And, I want something to succeed and be like Twitter used to be, but I sure. already have... I don't care about social media once they got rid of Vine, all right? And I that already was your have day, man, you were the biggest uh, celebrity on Vine. I already have five platforms with which no one sees my content anyways. I mean, it's it, I've had Twitter for 20 years and I could tweet <laughs> nudes of Kata, I don't know. I could do whatever. Yeah. No one's going to see it. I have 30,000 followers on Instagram. I post a picture and I get 10 likes. Like it's well, like, it's not worth any of this because thanks for the narcissism. You don't I get engagement. Twitter, not, no one sees it. I didn't it. want to engage on Twitter. I actually got lots of good information for show prep from there. Right. Or, or I don't like sports anymore. writers for me. Yeah, yeah. for sports. And, and well, so Twitter that actually, was being used by, for, by different people for different reasons. Exactly. Yeah. It's become a bot mess, and I can't even it is, do it anymore. Awful. So I've just bailed altogether. Well, sorry, I can't even read replies to people that have said something I like because it's all just porn bots or yeah it, it's become a mess it's, it's yeah. ruined but I, I'm interested I, I will actually get on Blue Sky today and see if I can find things that work there and who created it ELO yes okay good 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 song reference for 101X <laughs> yeah I was gonna say that yeah thanks for the song reference for only people f- what 60 and over hey man it was on Guardians of the Galaxy uh, you and I work in the industry so we know hey everybody into the pool <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. It's Weird or Wired with Matt Beard, and you started that. Hey, everybody, I thought you were going to start it with, uh, hey, it's me, Mario. No, 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 it's not that. It's a Mario. No, I'm just inviting everybody in. Do you remember the early days of social media when we found out that they were opening Facebook? Because originally Facebook had to be in college, and then they were going to open it to everybody, yeah, not just people on campuses. Yeah, it was a little because then, then all the mom and dads got yeah. on there, and uh, yeah, well, people in college well, wanted to feel you know justified today, in their decision to go to college. So about a year after it first launched, and it's uh, I guess about three million people have slowly joined by invitation only. Blue Sky is now open for anyone to join. Ah, I just heard. And I remember cool. people saying, oh, Here's, Facebook oh, is... Do you want me to send you an invitation? <laughs> I remember people saying that, that Facebook was going to get ruined when they opened it up. Instead, it turned into one of the biggest companies in the entire world. And then got ruined, I and guess. And then ruined society. Well, wow. you'd say ruined, but it's made a lot of money and done it all right for itself. Uh, Blue Sky, if you don't know, was, a, was positioned as a Twitter alternative. I don't know. Are they too late to the game? I mean, Threads has already pulled in like one and a half... A hundred and a half million users, I think. All the Twitter alternatives suck. Twitter just keeps getting worse. And that's saying a lot because Twitter's so bad and frustrating, but it is... (laughs) Everything else is not worth it and worse. Well, Blue Sky... Could be good. Um, the person behind Blue Sky is a guy named Jack Dorsey. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah. Former Twitter CEO. He's the guy that created uh, Twitter. And so that could be interesting. Now, he what he's saying is that he wants to do with this is to make it different by making it open source. Uh, Mastodon is another alternative. That's already open source. But Heard about it. Mastodon has made a mistake that I think things like um, Discord has made, which is the majority of people don't understand 
the internet. You need a very simple user interface. Absolutely. So you, you and Twitter was awful at that, I remember. It still pretty much is. Well, but. Midjourney is an incredible AI um, art, but you you need to know you need you have to have half a brain just to get to it and make it work. And that's why a lot of people have bailed out of using Midjourney. It requires extra steps, and um, that's what Mastodon does. Because if you want to sign up, it's all on different servers. You have to join a server. There's no central hub. Uh, they're getting around that with Blue Sky. There's a centralized hub, but it's open source. You can create whatever you want to. You can kind of skin it, and that means that there's kind of opportunities here for someone to. Make it MySpace, well, where you can put your own song on your profile, pick thinking, your top eight. You're thinking very individualized. Uh, what you could do is become your own, basically, publisher. You could create a whole world that's basically saying, hey, I am skinning Blue Sky, but I'm allowing you to get just the kind of moderation you want. So you could have somebody who has zero moderation, but I could say, hey, I'm moderating things, but not on politics. I'm mm-hmm. moderating things based on if they... If they, if unless it's been peer reviewed by science, I'm not going to include it on this site. That's just for an example, right? Right. And if you say, well, that's the kind of world I want to be in, you can sign up and then you can engage with Blue Sky through that filter. But Whereas this way, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram have realized that putting you with content that frustrates you or is opposite is what actually drives engagement. Well, m- more importantly, they control the moderation you yeah, have you no don't. say over. Sure. The other thing is is they control the algorithm and you don't know what that is. Uh, this is going to allow you to actually pick what you think should be a good algorithm. Hmm. Should it be just things that have gotten popular or should it be things that uh, maybe you're maybe you want there to be a source of five or six uh, uh a pentaveret that comes together and says, uh, this listen, is the stuff you should be reading. That's cool. I, I'm, I'm kind of over I'm just it. worried about, you know, uh, shareholders getting their money grubby hands on things and like every other piece of I industry mean, turning into just a profit-driven organization that takes care of or I, takes out things. And, I want something to succeed and be like Twitter used to be, but I sure. already have... I don't care about social media once they got rid of Vine, all right? And I that already was your have, heyday, man. You were the biggest uh, celebrity on Vine. I already have five platforms with which no one sees my content anyways. I mean, it's it, I've had Twitter for 20 years, and I could tweet <laughs> nudes of Kata. I don't know. I could do whatever. Yeah. No one's going to see it. I have 30,000 followers on Instagram. I post a picture, and I get 10 likes. Like, it's... Well, like, it's not worth any of this because thanks for the narcissism. You don't I get engagement. No one sees I didn't it. want to engage on Twitter. I actually got lots of good information for show prep from there. Right. Or, or I don't like sports anymore. writers for me. Yeah, yeah. for sports. And, and well, so Twitter that actually, was being used by, for, by different people for different reasons. Exactly. Yeah. It's become a bot mess, and I can't even it is, do it anymore. Awful. So I've just bailed altogether. So sorry, I can't even read replies to people that have said something I like because it's all just porn bots or yeah it, it's become a mess it's, it's yeah. ruined but I, I'm interested I, I will actually get on Blue Sky today and see if I can find things that work there and who created it ELO yes okay good 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 song reference for 101x <laughs> yeah I was gonna say that yeah thanks for the song reference for only people f- what 60 and over hey man it was on Guardians of the Galaxy eh, you and I work in the industry so we know. Those zany pranksters have gone too far. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. Welcome to the internet, and no one loves prank videos more than idiots on the internet. Um, they can be frustrating, right? Most of them just smell of being fake. Sure. And then when someone says, hey, that's fake, someone's like, well, I don't care. It's still funny, though. 
It's still right. It's still funny. No, it's fake. It sucks. I don't need to see Rick Slacks and crap. And then, you know, you had the uh, the kid in Austin who was arrested for doing prank videos at the airport because he pretended some guy's suitcase with this. I'm sick and tired of internet pranksters. Never been good. Never been funny. No one needs to see Bob Saget in America's Funniest Videos anymore. All right? Go yeah. watch that on YouTube if you want to see people get kicked Man, in the nuts. Didn't you start your career as an internet prankster? Yeah. I was pranking pranksters. I was making fun of the people that did oh, this stuff. Oh, so... Uh, so you're superior. So you're like Dexter, but f- for pranking instead of serial killing. <laughs> yeah, so dude. that makes it all good. You just yeah. got called Dexter, but for pranking. <laughs> but crappier. Also bad after four seasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're on our fourth season right now, the show, by the way. So This oh, prank really went too far, though. Okay. Um, I guess some uh, some people injured a man after tipping over his porta potty. Let's just start by saying that's got to be one of the worst pranks ever. Oh man, Devin yeah. tipped over porta potty, but I guess this guy was trapped and injured when they flipped the esser on top of him. Let's uh, let's hear the story. I saw the portable potty and I wanted to use it. I felt the thing uh, start to move and I was so freaking scared, you know? I started shouting, hey, hey! It just kept on moving and it fell to the side. I uh, fell on my back and he said, yeah, I think it was a couple of teenagers. It may sound funny when you're a kid. It's not if you're the guy inside. It's not funny at all. It's it's something that could have ended in a very unfunny way. Yeah. Uh, I could have got some in my mouth. Uh, That's yeah. what could have happened. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst things to do is to tell a bunch of teens that what they did wasn't funny. Cause because this seems hilarious yeah. if you're a teen right I'm going to be honest. Tipping a porta potty is pretty damn funny. It would, it would be miserable. You know what we should do at ACL <laughs> Fest? We have a buddy who used to clean those out as a job. I'm sure he's had to come across some I mean, that have been tipped. It's got to be disgusting. Uh, oh, man. But the next big music festival, we should just domino the entire... Just flip them all over. But that uh, that's a prank gone too far. And I know I was just trashing internet pranksters and people putting it online, but uh, man, that is... Just hearing that poor man just describe how you're smiling. You're happy that this happened. What are you talking so about? It's so bad, but it is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, because it is a little funny. Because we're we're all jerks deep down. I think uh, this all three of us in here. You, you know, know what, what I mean? We, we are. I like seeing a little poo on that person. There's a weird thing about no matter how old you grow, how mature you think you are, how much uh, learning or education you have, uh, farts. Peas, poops, Getting it's always funny. Yeah, if it, if for some reason it elicits a reaction from me every time. I always get annoyed by the people who go, ooh, that's so juvenile. I'm like, yeah, that's what makes it <laughs> that's great. A, that's funny. Stop being so pompous, you know? <laughs> Relax and enjoy. In yeah. fact, that's what we should do is find all those people, put them in porta potties <laughs> and tip it. Yeah, yeah you want to see juvenile? I saw the portable potty and I wanted to use it. I felt the thing uh, start to move and I was so freaking scared, you know? I started shouting, hey, hey! It just kept on moving and it fell to the side. I uh, fell on my back and he said, yeah, I think it was a couple of teenagers. It may sound funny when you're a kid. It's not if you're the guy inside. It's not funny at all. It's, it's something that could have ended in a very unfunny way. You may roll your eyes at his antics, but we know you're still listening. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. <laughs>